0: Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci, and this is with Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, November 18, and this is the video number 150. I started these videos on the second day of the Italian lockdown last March, and nobody could expect that they, that after 150 videos, would still be here, all of us, in this crazy situation on both sides of the ocean, or better, all over the world. As expected, the contagion curve in Italy seems to be heading towards stabilization and the positive swap rate yesterday dropped to fifteen point four percent, but the forecasts were unfortunately also right about the fact that the number of daily deaths for COVID would be the last figure to degrees. And it isn't yet. On the contrary, yesterday we lost seven hundred and thirty one Italians because of this virus, never so many since April three. Italy, unfortunately, is third in the world for fatality rate, that is how many people die of COVID every 100 discovered cases. According to the official data, which are not exactly the ones that are true to me in China and Russia and other places of the, country, of the world, anyway, according to the official data, Mexico is in the first place in the world with almost 10 dead people for every 100 who have contracted the virus. Iran is in second place with a little more than five, and Italy is third with almost four deaths for every 100 cases discovered since the beginning of the pandemic. The president of the Abruzzo region has decided that starting from today, Abruzzo will be a red zone, the one where the risk of contagion is considered higher and where restrictions on movements are more severe. Abruzzo does reaches the other regions in the red zone, which today are Calabria, Lombardy, Piedmont, Valle d'Aosta, Tuscany, Campania and the autonomous province of Bolzano in Trentino Alto Adige. In the coming days there could be new government decisions which could move some regions to zones with greater of lesser restrictions from those they have now, but also divide some regions deciding a different level of restrictions only for some provinces depending on the situation of contagion. But the biggest dispute between government and regions now concerns the parameters on the basis of which the government makes these decisions. The regions would like to reduce those parameters to five. The government says no. The distrust towards the government is growing a lot. And to this has contributed the incredible series of mistakes it has made with the situation in Calabria. In this beautiful southern region for years now, health care, which constitutes almost 80% of the budget of each region, is in the hands of an extraordinary commissioner because there have been so many irregularities, corruption and wastage of money, and citizens are granted insufficient assistance. The COVID has obviously made things worse. Ten days ago, the government appointed commissioner, incredibly, said on television that he didn't know he had to implement the COVID emergency plan. He didn't know. After much controversy, he resigned and the government appointed another one. It soon turned out that the new commissioner had declared on several occasions on video that masks are not necessary and that to catch a Covid, the only way is to kiss, who is positive for 15 consecutive minutes. After other controversies, the second commissioner also resigned and the government appointed a third one. After a few hours it was discovered that the third one is under investigation for some irregularities and after the inevitable new controversy he also resigned. At the moment I make this video we do not know who will be the new commissioner the fourth in 10 days but hopefully finally someone suitable will be appointed in Calabria. This explains why less and less Italians trust the government and during a pandemic this is a very dangerous fact. Rome's Fiumicino Airport has been rated Europe's best airport for the third year in a row. The recognition is in the category of hubs with over 40 million passengers. This is the first time in the history of this service that the first place is awarded to, this, to the same airport for three consecutive years. This year, the prestigious result has particular importance because it concerns the measures taken and protocols adopted to contain the pandemic. The result confirms that Fiumicino is the most recognized airport in the world in the fight against COVID-19, ensuring safety and comfort for passengers. Here in Rome and throughout Italy, we look forward to welcoming all of you Italian-Americans again when the situation will allow it. There is not only the Pfizer vaccine and the one from Moderna that are about to arrive in Italy. The one on which the English University of Oxford has worked on together with an Italian company is in its final phase and in December it is expected the okay of the Commission that will evaluate it. Production has already started three months ago, and if all goes well in January, the first two or three million doses will arrive in Italy. The Italian company is committed to provide Italy with 70 million doses by June, but by March and April there will be already some tens of millions of doses. It seems that only one dose of the vaccine will be enough, and not two, as for Pfizer's. It is being evaluated now if a second dose increases the success rate, which for the first dose already seems to be 90-95%. Another important fact is that, unlike as those, it should be stored at the temperature of a normal refrigerator. But talking about vaccines, Italians uh, seem skeptical or at least cautious about their effectiveness. According to a survey, 16% say they will not do the vaccine if it will be available in 2021, and 42% would wait to understand if it, it, its effectiveness. Only a third of the sample interviewed answered answer that it will certainly do it as soon as possible. If you want to know, I am among those. There is also pessimism about the av- availability. 58% believe that there will not be enough for everyone due to the incapacity of the Italian government to organize the logistics. And also in this, I am indefinitely among them. Naples. Naples is in, is in great difficulty at the moment. The Covid circulates quickly and the hospitals are full. But Naples is also the most brilliant place in the world, which does not lose its humanity even in these situations indeed. These are the moments when this humanity comes out. A Neapolitan tradition that dates back to the Second World War is that of suspended coffee. When you take a coffee at the bar, you pay for two, leaving one already paid for someone who cannot afford it, whoever it is, someone you don't know. During the first lockdown, it had become, become a habit in the poorest neighborhoods in Naples to leave the lunch suspended, some kind of food in a basket on the corner of two streets for those who had difficulty buying food. They, in the neighborhood of Naples that curiously is called sanità, which in Italian means health, they invented the suspended swab. Those who do a swab can pay two and leave one for those who cannot afford it. I have already said it, but I'm happy to repeat it. Naples is the last hope left in this world. Naples is an incredible place, with all its many problems, but also with its simply wonderful humanity. Now, it's all for now, it's all for today. I'll see you on Friday. Please, once again, please stay safe, take care of yourselves, protect yourselves. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We The Italian News. Ciao from Rome.